going on ladies and gentlemen know the name you know the voice you know exactly why i'm here just in case you if you don't i am a 27 year old piece of gold i'm aside of the microphone i'm the greatest sports recreational podcaster in the world today i'm the best there's nobody better you already know uh, i am joined by the current podcast predictions champion mr brandon tanguma and of course the agent of chaos is katie scarlet what's going on guys hey what do you do there you go, there you baby go. Oh, oh, what to do, oh, baby? Okay. What to do, Twilight. baby? That's how we. That's how we gotta do it around here. How you guys been? Huh? Doing all right. I'm excited for uh, this week's round of local wrestling. Woo. Yes, yes, yes. We're we're gonna talk about uh some wrestling at the end of the or local wrestling at the end of the uh at the end of the show. Heard West Coast Pro had a great show this past uh this past Friday. So shout out to Scott and everybody over there at the coast. I know they they're doing some big things, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about. News broke at the end of last week's podcast uh, that we that we pretty much got into, um, and we're just going to continue it on here. So Vince McMahon was uh, back within the company, and uh, Brian read the Vince's statement about his return upon the company, and since read, that, the, read an entire fightful article, read an entire fightful article, and Vince's statement upon his return. Uh, and then more things developed where Vince McMahon is uh, the executive chairman of the board. Uh, Stephanie McMahon has resigned and Nick Khan is the sole CEO. And apparently WWE is about to be sold. Rumors were going wild last night that Saudi Arabia was going to purchase World Wrestling Entertainment. And that's the wrestling Twitter into a frenzy. And uh, now Vince McMahon is being sued by one of the shareholders. So a lot is going. <laughs> a lot just a, just a little bit the biggest story of 2022 now is leaked into 2023 yes so yes, uh, Ka- we'll, we'll get katie's thoughts on all of this since you uh you, you you left us early uh last week um thoughts on vince back he's the executive or uh chairman of the board again and wwe might potentially be sold what are your thoughts on all of this so my my big thing is that with him as executive chairman, as long as Triple H is still chief brand, uh, chief creative, that then that, that was a, that was agreed on. Triple H will still remain the head of creative content. Fantastic, because making he's making great moves, and and I feel like he has definitely brought something new to the game, and I think that WWE is better for it. Um, Vince as executive chairman, you know, let's be real. He's, he's, he's like Ric Flair. Vince McMahon is never going to retire. Um, he's, he's got a passion for it. He loves WWE. He, he loves the company that he has basically spearheaded for years. He's never going to retire. Um, and he's great with numbers. He's done a lot for WWE, so it makes sense for him to be executive chairman again. However, he should stay on the business side and not on creative. You said Triple H brought something new to the game. I see what you did there. <laughs> hey. uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts on all this? Vinny Mack coming back. Vinny Mack is back. Yep, he, he's back. Um, I, love I did under the radar. And then, of course, as soon as I hit upload, then the news comes out that Stephanie McMahon's resigning. And so TLDR and just Vince coming back is like kind of similar to Katie at face value. It seems as though it's just a business move for him to come back and be in, you know, in charge of the business dealings of a possible sale or new media rights that are expiring at the end of the year. But if you know Vince, he's an egotistical maniac and he basically was throwing a temper tantrum that he has all the uh, voting rights and he's like oh well you know you guys can't do anything without my my voting so i'm just gonna say no unless i'm in charge of this and um we're kind of seeing that right now and with stephanie we don't, for fact we don't have confirmation that that that's what's been going on that 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 what has not been going on that he said i own this stuff and y'all can't do nothing unless i'm here we don't have confirmation of that 
We don't. We don't. It's a strong, God. strong uh, inclination. This man did this for, for 40 plus years, the majority of his life. He sat at home for six months. He was bored. Yeah, he came back. So Vince has been sitting at home stewing like, how do I get back to the thing that I love? What's a way I can get back into the fold? This I'm telling you, way. he's he's never retiring. He he will retire when he dies. I think he's retired from creative. We'll say, sure. No, he's not. From fr- from, I, I he might he re- he's retired in some aspects. Sure. I think there's a reason why we haven't seen full fledged change from Triple H's side. Like, yes, there's been some good stuff, and we see some little inklings here and there, little sprinkles of Triple H, but we haven't seen a complete overhaul. And I think this is the reason why it's because they always knew Vince could and probably will come back. And so Stephanie and Triple H, who are a unit, but also have to deal with that family, didn't want to piss off Vince. And, you know, this whole thing blows up. But right now it's looking like it's blowing up. Things think things have uh, happened. Business has picked up, as Jim Ross would say. Uh, Yes, uh, Stephanie McMahon has resigned from World Wrestling Entertainment. Brandon, can you read that statement real fast? I can read the statement. She put up a statement and then she deleted it and then she put up, I don't know if it was the same statement or a different statement, but <clears throat> I get to say my favorite couple of words here with the business speak. Dear WWE Universe, about eight months ago, I took a leave of absence, took a leave of absence within a few weeks, unexpectedly had the opportunity of a lifetime. I had the privilege to return as the co CEO and chairwoman of the board of WWE. I cannot put into words how proud I am. To have led what I consider the greatest company in the world, working alongside a remarkable leadership team and one of the strongest executives I have known in my in my co-CEO, Nikon. Shout out. Our founder, Vince McMahon, is returning as, as executive chair and is leading an exciting process regarding strategic alternatives. And with Nick's leadership and Paul Triple H Levesque as chief content officer, I am confident WWE is a perfect place to continue to provide unparalleled creative content and drive maximum value for shareholders. WWE is is such in such a strong position that I have decided to return to my leave of absence. And not only that, take one step further with my official resignation. I look forward to cheering WWE from the sideline on the other side of the business where I started as a little girl, as a pure fan. I always remain dedicated to WWE. I truly love our company, our employees, our superstars, capital S superstars, trademark, and our fans. And I am grateful to all of our partners. Thank you for everything. Then, now, forever, together. Steph. I think beautiful. I just died a little bit inside saying all those WWE buzzwords. That was a that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I mean, we have bullet cast buzzwords, so it's okay. It's all right. I will read Vince McMahon's statement upon Stephanie's resignation. <clears throat> Should I do the voice? Should I do the voice? I'm sure. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do. The, I'm not going to do that. Weird. We know you're going to do the voice anyway, so just do it. I'm not going to do it. Just do the voice. <laughs> stop. Stop. If I'd taken my meds, I might have done that. Oh, we'll see. <clears throat> First, I'd like to express uh, my full support of Stephanie's personal decision. I'll forever be grateful that she offered to step in during my absence, and I'm truly proud of the job she did co-leading WWE. Stephanie has always been the ultimate ambassador for our company, uh, and her decades of contributions have left an immeasurable impact on our brand. I'm proud to announce that Nick Khan will serve as WWE CEO. Nick's business acumen and mastery of the media industry have helped catapult our business to record revenue and profitability. Together we look together we look forward to working with the board at its critical moment in time to review our strategic alternatives and maximize value for all WWE shareholders. That shareholders thing's going to come into uh come come into play in a little bit. So, thoughts on Stephanie once again taking a leave of absence and this Appears that it might be a permanent one. Uh, what are, what are well, did you not that? listen to me when I read the statement? She is not only taking a leave of absence, she is re- resigning. She's not with the company anymore. Yeah. Uh, she gone. Well, she, 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 she's, she's no longer with the WWE at the moment. People are like, oh, she'll be back in six months and all this other. But uh, look, Stephanie McMahon. Uh, I mean, we don't know truly know like the business workings w- within like corporate. 
the corporate structure. So, but I'm sure she, she was doing a fantastic job. I mean, she's, she's learned every aspect of this business from the corporate world to being an on-screen character. Look, Stephanie McMahon, I'll, 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 I'll keep it with the jargon. I guess you will. Thank you for all your years of service. Wish you the best of luck in all your future endeavors, you know, but uh, Katie, what are, what are your thoughts on the billion dollar princess leaving the company? I liked that we had more female representation in the executive staff, um, especially the very uh, front-facing staff. So, see, you know, having a co-CEO who's a woman is is very important, at least in in my personal two cents as someone who does work in, you know, corporate business industry. Um, so to see her step down definitely made me kind of sad because I was like, oh, okay, so now men are all running the company again. All right, whatever. Um, however, if this statement was not fabricated as a way to just placate the shareholders and really was Stephanie speaking from the heart and saying that, you know, she feels that WWE is in good hands and that it's okay for her to step away. More power to her because she deserves a break just like anyone else would. Absolutely. Let her go home and be a mom. Yeah. I mean, that's a tough job. Being being a mom is a tough job. I wouldn't know personally. I don't have children, but you see, you see women doing it every day. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm absolutely in awe of the things that they do for their children. Oh, um, with that said, being a CEO, even a co-CEO is ridiculously hard work. And the fact that she was able to do it and did a great job as, as being a co-CEO, fantastic. I mean, why watch HBO Succession when you got the real life succession playing out right here with WWE? I mean, you got the 77 year old uh, dad <laughs> who gets left with sexual assault allegations. So then the daughter comes in and the son in law comes in to, you know, save the day. And then, oh, crazy old man comes back. It's like, oh, no, you know, I'm uh, taking back all my power. And then six, four, what, five days later, six days later, just the uh, Stephanie steps down. Don't think that's a coincidence, because if you remember, as she said in the statement, she was taking a leave of absence. And also at that time, Triple H seemingly didn't hold that much power. He was kind of on the outs with NXT. He had his health scare, so he was kind of stepped aside. And now Vince comes back. Nikon is the CEO, and I would assume maybe some of his other cronies are going to come back. Um, so, the, I mean, Stephanie, like Katie said, it, she's going to put faith, put forth a good corporate you know, statement that's going to be positive and blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure there's more to the story than meets the eye, but they're not going to say that because that's going to tank the company and stock and morale and well, morale's already down apparently. But um, yeah, even though Stephanie might not be everyone's favorite on-screen character behind the scenes, she seemed like she was like super nice and everyone really liked her. And she, you know, was a good, uh, not only just a corporate person, just an, a good person just behind the scenes. And like Katie said, having a, a woman, in power over there, especially with a lot of the female wrestlers and Vince McMahon coming off of sexual assaults allegations. And he never really had the best of intentions, I think, sometimes with the women's division. And now he's coming back and possibly Saudi Arabia getting their grubby little hands on this company. It's uh, a, a lot of stuff is going down. I mean, when Brian broke the news of st uh, Vince stepping back, all I could say was like, oh, it's going to get ugly. And um, it's getting ugly. We'll talk about we'll talk about Saudi Arabia in a second, guys. If you don't know, uh, the Vince, more breaking news. The no, the Vince stuff is going to be the majority of this show. <laughs> this whole thing is going to be the majority yeah. of this show. So buckle up. I uh, know. So I mean, last last week when Vince was uh, officially reinstated to the board of directors, Joe Ellen Lyons, Dylan Jeffrey Speed, and Alan Wexler were removed from the WWE board of directors. Vince McMahon, George Barrios, and Michelle Wilson uh, would come to fill their vacancies based on the. Uh, Based on the removals, uh, that was um, broke. Net news was broken by the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. 
Um, yeah, so no, now let's talk about the sale. Rumors went around yesterday that WWE had been sold and it would go back to being private. And wh- we talked about that a little bit in the chat. And I'm like, well, that's a whole bunch of money lost with all with all you know being a publicly traded company and all the shareholders and whatnot. And then like an hour later, the rumors had gone around that the deal was done in Saudi Arabia had uh, bought WWE and people had people had their fun with that. They they made intros for Raw and SmackDown with Saudi Arabian music and and they they did a whole bunch of stuff and they were like, oh, Vince better learn Arabic and all this other. But uh, before we get into any more details, when you heard that news, what were your thoughts? Uh, no lie. I, I freaked out because we all know that when it comes to Saudi Arabia, there are very different um, rules and regulations when it comes to women. Not only that, they have a they have and a certain- LGBTQ and countries they don't like and, yeah. and Americans. Yeah, and- exactly. Yeah, and- not, o- not only that, but they 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 want Yokozuna to win the WWE title in twenty twenty three and Ultimate Warrior and Ultimate Warrior. So anyway. Um, my big thing that really made me concerned was like, oh, well, if this deal has actually gone through, maybe Stephanie McMahon stepped down because they told her they didn't want a woman running the company, which then made me go, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out because now I may not be able to watch WWE anymore, specifically on like principle because as a woman, why would I watch a company that does not allow women to express themselves fully and probably would do a lot less with the women's division. So I was like, God, am I going to be an AEW girl for the rest of my life now? (laughs) Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Please don't do that to yourself. I'm not. Uh, (laughs) Brandon, what what, what was going through your head? So before the news like officially broke, I put in the chat that like everyone was doing like their vague tweets like, oh, my gosh, something big's going to come. And this was right after the Stephanie news broke. So I was like, oh, it looks like something else is coming down the pipeline. And then the rumors of well, the Saudi Arabia deal, which never came from like the very tippity top of the news people. So I, you know, obviously I'll indulge and I'll make my jokes and I'll, you know, think about it. But it like it. Nothing surprises me with this company, especially with Vince McMahon at the helm. You know, getting signing with Saudi Arabia is not shocking whatsoever. It sucks because we're seeing Saudi Arabia and, you know, that type of money kind of seep into like, especially the sports world, like live golf and the World Cup that just concluded. So um, it wasn't shocking, but definitely it was like, what the hell are you doing? Like similar to Katie, like. Stephanie McMahon stepping down. Was that a coincidence or was it not? The women, Sami Zayn, who is possibly on, you know, on course to be the champion at the end of WrestleMania. Like he can't wrestle at Saudi Arabia and yet they're going to have like, like a lot of things are running through my mind. Luckily, all that news has kind of died down in the past 24 hours. So. Um, but it, it definitely was a a wild, you know, few hours there late at night, and a lot of non wrestling people were jumping in and you know making their jokes and everything of that nature. But it was, and I I do genuinely want to know where this news came from. Like, was this possibly like a source leaking it just to see like w- how bad the reaction would be? And then maybe they were like, okay, maybe we shouldn't do this because. I mean, I know we're going to clown on wrestling media and everything like that, but yeah. I genuinely would like to know where that came from because I would hope no one's just going to say that something that big without any type of sourcing or any type of information. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I'm not sure. And then, you know, the rumor was going around that the Saudi deal was done and whatnot. Not, not like done as in they sold to Saudi, but like the deal to go over there and do show, shows. Apparently that, that was a rumor last night as well. That the Saudi deal was done. And I'm thinking that deal is supposed to go until like 2027 or 2029. How much does that cost WWE to pull out of that deal? You know, yeah, I'm, that's a start, lot of money lost. Starting starting to think because they make 50 million before they even go over there. A show. And they go over there what two twice, three times twice, a year? Twice a year, usually. So you know, you have to you have to think about that. Uh but that's been put to rest, and now it's gone on after this morning and in the afternoon. WWE has not sold yet, but it's being carefully talked about. 
Saudi Arabia has not been involved in any dealings to purchase World Wrestling Entertainment, and they are not the front runner, apparently. So then that people are like, oh well, Disney is is an option. I mean, given you know WWE's deal with Fox and Fox paid a billion dollars for SmackDown and Fox is owned by Disney and all that other stuff. Um, what are, what are your thoughts? What if Disney did buy WWE? People have been made the point. You'll get wrestling themed things at Disneyland and Disney World. You could possibly even get a physical Hall of Fame at said amusement parks. What are, what are your thoughts? Katie, what are your thoughts? I wouldn't be opposed to it. Uh, it does make me wonder when, if that is actually the case, what it means for WWE going into more of a mature era instead of just PG. It's possible, Brandon. Um, I mean, I think Disney makes a lot of sense just because they have all the the channels. They have, you know, not only a, they have ABC, ESPN, FX. They have a bunch of different channels that you can put all the WWE um, content on. Yes, but you have, you know, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus. They have like a full infrastructure that I think WWE be would work well like if the Saudi Arabia deal was a thing I don't know besides just the straight up money aspect of it of Vince and whoever else going to get a crap ton of money I don't know what WWE looks like after that because then uh, a Fox a Fox and NBC are they going to be like okay we don't want to touch this I you know Fox possibly would be okay with with Saudi Arabia because I know like the live golf tour I don't know exactly how their TV rights deals work but you know that's Saudi Arabia backed, and there's controversy with all that stuff. So, I, I I don't know, but it's the easy one. Seems like NBC Universal, Comcast, because they already have you know they have Peacock, they have the WWE Network on there already. So it just seems like a seamless transition. But I think Disney does seem like a great idea. I mean, in the next fifty years, we're all just going to be owned by Amazon, Disney, and Apple anyway. So who cares? Oh, not Pretty us. Much. Oh, not us. Well, hopefully, we can sign a deal with one of those three and. You know, turn in the bag. Yeah, I mean it. It would be great. Um, just as long as we don't get Mickey Mouse winning the WWE Championship, you know, I'm cool. You know, Ooh, that'd be a. That'd I, have, be a I, have, I have my own problems with uh, Disney, but uh, moving on from that, uh, Vince McMahon has been sued by one of the be- uh, board of direct or the shareholders, uh, Delaware's Chancery Court. The, the lawsuit has been filed because of uh, Vince McMahon's 81 percent shares of the class B stock that he has and whatnot. So, uh, Brandon, do you have any information on that? Do you have that pulled up at all? No, because you didn't tell me this beforehand. <laughs> well, I mean, you see, you see it's on the script. I mean, I thought you would have sense enough to pull it up. I mean, why would I have to pull it up? I can just BS and be like, you know what, Philip? I'm not exactly a stock person. I don't know how this stuff works. I mean, realistically, any three of us could be stockholders and we could make a claim and be like, hey, this crazy old man's taking up all this stock and he's taking the company hostage. So I don't know how easy or how hard this is to actually do. But can we get some actual information about what's going on with the uh, Delaware Chancery Courts lawsuit? Can we we get some of that, please? We could. But do you really want to? I kind of do, you know. A WWE shareholder has followed a lawsuit against Vince McMahon. Bloomberg Law is reporting that shareholder sued Vince McMahon and accuses McMahon of using his voting control to remove board of board members and replace them with members that are loyal to him. The report indicates that shareholders are also accusing McMahon of changing company bylaws to impose his will on the company. McMahon and WWE did not issue a comment on the lawsuit. Um, and this is just kind of recapping everything that's happened. So okay. basically what you said, so. There you go. That I really added to that look, conversation. Look, I mean, he has people that are loyal to him. That's why you guys are here. You guys are loyal to me. I could have gotten well, other. I, I mean, I could have gotten you know other people that he almost said better people. Well, no, I didn't say that. I, I heard mean, that. I heard there, the B almost there coming could out. Be, there could be other people with more precise takes and more in-depth takes about well, the world I've, of sports Well, I've been told that, you know, we can't go past an hour and 30 minutes, so, you know, I can't give my in-depth, you know, long-winded you answers, which I still do my long analysis within an hour and five minutes, then you haven't truly honed this craft. I mean, apparently not listening I'm to... I'm new to this craft, so... ...hour and a half, two-hour podcast, Philip. You, everything is just in little increments because your, your short-term goldfish millennial attention span can't hold it. Yes, the, yes, your attention spans. 
Yes, you wait, can. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just going to I'm just going to ask real quick. What year were you born? I was talking to you. I was talking to Philip. I know, but I'm also asking what year. What were you were born? I was born in 1994. Okay, and what year were you born, Philip? Oh, 96. Yeah, you're not a millennial. Why? Why am I not a millennial? Because millennial uh, cutoff is 1995. Yeah, you damn Gen Zers. Even worse. Even worse than a millennial. I will not be lumped in with that category. Even worse. I'm a I'm a fillennial. That's what I am. Oh, here we go. Add to the list. I know. Fillennial, Felipe Monet. I just keep coming up with him, baby. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna move on. SmackDown. The bloodline had a segment. Uh Roman Reigns says he doesn't want to talk about this year, wants to talk about last year. Uh he, he says people are saying that I lost, I didn't lose. Sammy lost. He's the one that got pinned. And then, you know, Roman's yelling to Sammy, do you want to be me? Blah, 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 blah. Do you want to run run the island of relevancy? KO comes out there, asks for a match. Roman says, yeah, whatever. I just want you gone for good. Uh, thoughts on the segment, Katie? Uh, watching it, I was like, oh, this is the beginnings of the bloodline turning on Sammy. And this is the beginnings of Sammy turning on the bloodline. Ooh, I can't wait. Um, ultimately, I was really excited. And then they did the extra segment where um, Roman and... Paul Heyman were in the room and they had Sammy come in. He's like, you know, I want to do a Paul. He's like, I can't accept your apology because I apologize. And to me, that was just like, "Mm. Mm. I'm not sure about that. (laughs) You're, you're the champ. You are the tribal chief. You are the head of the table. Yes. Yes, he is. You don't need to apologize to anyone. So why are you apologies? Roman's a good guy. Great Our tribal man. chief is a great man. He's one of the best men I know. Bray, anyway. what do you thought? Uh, the, the, the beginning, the first segment, I thought was really good. You know, we're planting the seeds and Roman kind of snaps at Sammy, which we haven't seen before. But I, I really just, I thought the second segment with them sitting down was fantastic. I just thought the tension was great. You know, Sammy reacting and he was super nervous. And, you know, Paul is great. He's just in the background kind of stealing the scene but also adding to it a bit always (laughs) and you know roman just cool common collective just you know apologizing but you don't know exactly how he's feeling i just i thought it was phenomenal i mean i know it's wrestling and stuff but i thought this is like some of the best like just pure television like in a while on wwe just that segment can we also talk about how the tribal tribe the tribal chief um likes popcorn oh loves it (laughs) Have you seen the audio with like without the uh like all the other audios cut out and it's just them eating and rolling up that boy Roman was smacking on that popcorn. Oh my god, I love, love it. it. No, I haven't seen that yet. Love it, it's been love a long it. day. Hey man, I, I I love it. I love Roman chewing on the cone, chewing on the pops cone. You think you, you think he's an extra butter guy? I mean he he's in tip top. So. I think he's an extra butter guy. He might be an organic butter guy. Maybe. Yeah, he, you, you know, know now that he's not wearing now that he's not wearing that vest. Seen those, seen those abs. I know, no. You would, you would. So do you guys, do you guys do like the little condiment gimmicks, like little sprinkles on the popcorn? What do, what do y'all be doing? Yeah, we gotta know. No, I, no, just, no. I, I usually just take it as is. Um, okay. If anything, I would like some extra butter. Shout out for Christmas. I got like a make your own popcorn type thing. So I got like the seasoning and the oil. So you try to make some uh, movie theater popcorn at home. Haven't perfected it yet, but we're definitely getting there. That's so funny. I just got a uh, make your own popcorn thing too. You got the pop up silicone bowl you can put in the microwave? Yes. That's right. Bam. Yes. Now you got to get one. And then you get the Flavisol, which is the thing that the movie theaters use. Yep. Oh my God. I don't know. Did you get the um, butter flavored coconut oil? Because, oh my God. I don't have the coconut oil, but I think that's what I'm going to get next. I got like just over Renbach oil, but I think that's. The I next mean, step is to improve good. the oil. It's still good. Okay. It's, do, do you guys yeah. sprinkle like the like the nacho cheese seasonings and like the ranch no. seasoning? If anything, you know, no, maybe throw some no. maybe throw some jalapenos in there. Oh, really? Um, I, I had somebody make me some popcorn with some olive oil. That was delicious. Yeah. So uh, I'm a big kettle corn person. I love okay. the sweet and salty, but I also just love a good. A good buttery popcorn. Um, Absolutely. The better the better. You guys ever gone to the movie theater, bought popcorn, and went home? Yes, all the damn time. 
I don't want to be in a movie theater. I want to be at home watching my big screen TV. You drive back for the refill? No, I the refill anymore. No. (laughs) So what I do, I have this gigantic Tupperware bowl. I mean, it's, it's enough to throw an entire watermelon inside and still have room left over. Um, I take that bowl with me and I get the, uh, I get the large popcorn and the refill, and I just throw it all in that ba- in, in that box. That Tupperware. I've only I've only seen this at the Union City movie theater, but they literally have a giant like plastic bag that you can ask for and just fill that thing up with popcorn. Usually, that's at the end of the night. Love it. It's uh, it's a thing. I kid I you like, not. Jesus. Popcorn is one of my favorite foods. Katie, we're gonna have to share some popcorn window. Yes, down uh, for that. Usos retained the tag titles yet again. They did. Dirty, dirty win. But they the ones. Still a dirty win. But they the ones. Look, I, st- I wonder how long this win dirty. Last. What? How long is this title? I, I mean, is it just going to be same as any Kevin Owens? Is that going to be? I think the Usos and Roman all lose them on the same. They all lose them on the same night. It all just comes crumbling down. Yeah. I can see that. I think that'd be a good way to go. And then that adds an extra layer because now they're it would be distraught. a giant it would be a giant sinkhole in the island of relevancy. Yes. Yep. Well. All right, moving on from let's go outside of the ring. WWE is interested in signing Tamatonga. Uh he defeated Carl Anderson at Russell Kingdom to become the new Neverweight Open cha- or the new yeah, Neverweight Open Champion. Never open weight yeah, champion. That, that's what I said. The never open weight champion. Of New Japan. What does that mean? Yeah, you see, yeah, what what does that mean? Technically, it's no weight, it's no weight limit, and it's basically just the you know, the beat the piss out of each other belt. Used to, is you it? know, that's like that's like Ishii's, that's her boy Ishii's belt. Okay. It is, it is. I'm like always Ishii, down for just beat the crap out of each other. Goto, yeah. Shibata but, uh, when he was there. I mean, I mean, Tamatanga, he's 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 a great he's he's a great in ring talent. He's so charismatic. When God had that run, like 2017, 18, uh, they they were they were doing that thing, man. I loved it. I loved him. Uh, Kate, are you familiar with Tamatanga? I'm not. So Brennan, I, I know you are. You're the New Japan guy. Yeah, I'm would back. You, uh, what would you uh, What would you say to him coming to the E? Uh, I would not be opposed. It looks like there might be a little exodus of New Japan coming over to WWE. Uh, Jay White, possibly. Coming over maybe to WWE or AW. I now I wonder with Vince coming back, what does this mean for the free agents and people with their contracts coming up? But I think Tomatonga is talented. You know, he has the look, he has the lineage, being the son of Haku, Ming, whatever you want to call him. Don't mess around with him because he will tear your head off. But um, he's definitely come into his own like character wise the past few years. Like he was more just you know just kind of there, stuck in the back of the Bullock uh, Club, not cast, but. But now that he's kind of left the Bullet Club and he's, you know, with Tongaloa and doing all that type of stuff, I think he, he's you know, doing well. The match he had with Carl Anderson wasn't the best, probably maybe the low light of Wrestle Kingdom, but um, he's like a, a serviceable, like top middle guy who could possibly, you know, have a main event every now and then. Okay. Okay. And then uh, our buddy Carl Fredericks is apparently signed with WWE with the NXT brand. Um, yeah. Carl Fredericks, I mean, Made a name for himself out here in the Bay Area. APW Internet Champion went over to New Japan. Uh, what's the uh, what's what did he win out there? The uh, and New Japan. Yeah, well, he won a trophy. He won a tournament. What what tournament Would is it? That? Be the Lions Cup. I I I I think it is. Yeah, I didn't want to say Young Lions Cup because that's something that happens out here in NorCal. But yeah, I mean, Carl Frederick did that one on his little excursion. He's popped up over here in the Bay Area a few times. Young uh, Lions Cup. No, that's in a, that's that's that in a APW. Yeah, uh, no, that's a New Japan thing. So they both have a Young Lions Cup. Yep. Okay. okay. Well, well, yeah, he did that. Uh, he announced he was leaving New Japan, and people were just kind of seeing what he was going to do. And apparently, this is it. Uh, Brandon, our boy, our boy, Carl Fredericks, finally coming back over to uh, the states. And doing the WWE thing. I mean, I always thought with his look and his wrestling ability, he would have fit great in like kind of that black and gold era NXT. But 
you know, goes over New Japan, had some success, not exactly, um, you know, top top tier success, but um, you know, getting a fresh coat of paint in NXT. Wonder, I uh, you know, hope the best for him, and hopefully he uh, does well. I think the uh, the most interviewed guest we've ever had on the show. Yeah, did it again. Traveled over to San Jose and waited in a Starbucks and did the whole thing. And yes, we did. Great times. Great, great times. times. He was down to come on again when he was still signed with New Japan. Uh, oh no, we'll, we'll we'll see if we can work something out. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, Chelsea Green has been signed with WWE for quite some time. She's just waiting on creative plans. Uh, are you a Chelsea Green guy, Brandon? Do you care? I mean, I enjoyed her her work as Laurel Van Ness and yeah. and Impact. Yeah, uh, she you know she comes over to WWE the first time in NXT, and she just had some bad injury luck. Um, but she's a you know good wrestler. Being with Matt Cardone, I think them being like a, a heel couple group was a lot of fun over in GCW. So, I mean, it's just a big thing of her staying healthy, and it's all like freak like bone injuries. So hopefully they can. You know, she doesn't have any of those. And, you know, the women's division right now, the main roster women's division is kind of stale at the moment. And so I think adding her to the mix fresh doesn't have a stigma on her like Emma, unfortunately, that I think she could uh, should do some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, throw her in the, in the rumble as a surprise. Let her work from there. Put her on the SmackDown brand. Uh, I could see her being like a, a one off, like month long feud with Charlotte for the title until they until she, Charlotte gets an, a different kind of opponent. You see what I'm saying? Like. Something in that role, um, yeah. It's but then I think that also just kind of, you know, uh, deems her down because like, oh, she just diminishes her. Diminish, yeah. She's just gonna have a, a month long match or a month long feud and then loses. Like she's Shotzi oh. and you know Raquel. Well, Raquel, you know, kind of protected. I think she'll she bounce back, but like a a Shotzi, a Lacey Evans, like I think just kind of in I that th- mix again. I think Chelsea Green could be one of those people that you know, has a feud with the champ, loses a really good match and comes out stronger from it. I think she could be one of those people. But, I, you know, uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what they do. But put her in the Rumble as a, as a surprise entrant and see what they can do from there. Um, yeah, she really has broken herself quite a few times. Yeah, because what she she made her debut on NXT, got hurt. Made her debut on SmackDown, got hurt. She like, broke her arm, yeah. Hey, man, I, I broke myself. This shit sucks. I wouldn't wish this on my own worst enemy. Philip, how are you doing post surgery? Oh, man, we're we're okay, man. We're okay. I got the good drugs. They gave me the good gas. I was knocked out. Um, we're we're moving along, man. I hope to get back out to the wrestling world and see the people soon. Um, well, you got your personal chauffeur right here, friend. There we go. There we go. I love it. Shout out. What Katie. Is, what's the re- what's the recovery time? Resting time of uh, six to eight weeks to you know to be walking. You know, you know, have full weight on it and whatnot. I got PT that's going to be coming to my house on Friday to start okay. the recovery process. So uh, we'll we'll see. We'll, we shall. I know you guys can't see the video, but Philip is recording live in his room via wheelchair. Via wheelchair, yes. Got the leg propped up. Um, yeah, I've been able to get around pretty nicely. When I first started using those walker, you know, you get a, you think your arms are going to be so swole, just pedaling around my back and my shoulders. Like we're so sore. The first couple of times using this man, it was so jacked. (laughs) Uh, Mandy Rose has finally broken her silence 27 days after her release from WWE on the Tamara Hall show. Uh, she was interviewed yesterday. She was in, in New York city. Uh, she talked about her her release um, and also the possibility of going back to the company. Uh, I sent the links to the uh, to the YouTube clip. Did you guys see this? I did. Katie, of course. What are your thoughts? Uh, honestly, I really liked how she uh, spoke about WWE, how she kept it real. She she did exactly what someone should do if they leave a company on bad terms. She kept things professional. She made it mostly about how she's feeling moving forward. And she presented a very professional air. I'm proud of her. She did a great job in the interview. And, you know, she's Mandy Rose is great. Absolutely, you know she. There you go. You didn't she, think you get some PR teachings here on the Bullet Cast. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't like the rest of these jabrones who talk crap about the company and then go sit in catering somewhere else. Yep. Yeah. Facts. Brandon. Oh uh, yeah, you know Manny Rose came across nice. Uh, she said she couldn't really get into all the details and everything, but you know she's not going to go out there and bury the company. Okay, and, a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know I wouldn't be shocked if she's back in the company in like six 
six months or a year. So it, it made sense for her not to just go out there and bash him. And, you know, on the I forget what the name is, but on that type of talk show, isn't going to be a place where she's just going to you yeah. know do a shoot interview. I think she makes some money doing that somewhere else. But now Jerry Springer, they, that's where you, you, you shoot, brother. That's where you shoot, brother. Uh, um, yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad Mandy's doing OK. Apparently over a million dollars made on the fan site. But I'm like, how much does she really keep? Because, you know, the site gets a portion and she has like a team, you know, that she has to pay and all that other stuff. Usually the team gets paid somewhere around like 10, 15 percent. The company, the the internet site gets like 10 percent. It just depends. So I'm, I'm she's sure only she... she's only making like 750K. Yeah, it sucks. Still amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was it was funny. Uh, moving on from that inside the ring, Jericho Appreciation Society showed up at Battle of Los Angeles, PWG's annual tournament. It's uh one of the bigger tournaments that people look forward to during the year. Obviously, there's the uh the G one that everybody talks about, but uh Battle of Los Angeles that's that's the one where like the the the, the true top indie talent is crowned. Uh, yeah. So um. Katie, are you familiar with PWG? Uh, I have not seen it personally, but I am familiar with it. Um, you know what? I know we're just gonna... how I know just how important it is in the indie scene. So we're we're gonna have to go one day. I've never been. I've always okay. wanted to. I wish I could have gone when they were at that old uh facility where it was all crowded and hot and humid, and you, you can buy smell... a pitcher of warm beer and just yell at the wrestlers. All oh, those are great. And you guys. can yes, smell I each other's scents. Yes. Um, bullet cast <laughs> road trip. Yes, yes. But now they got a corporate and now they're in a, a theater or something. They're in a theater. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, hey, Jer- Jer- Chris Jericho showed up, worked to Indy, wrestled Kevin Blackwood, who's uh, popular around the uh, the Bay Area scene, wrestling for Agua and West Coast Pro. So that was really cool, man. That, that was cool to see Jericho pop up and do something like that. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then shout out to Speedball Mike Bailey, who's been popping up here at West Coast having killer match after killer match. He won the Battle of Los Angeles this year. Congratulations to him. Other West Coast favorites were in there, like uh, Titus Alexander, who Titus is just, he's soared to the top. He really has. Masha Slamovich was in there. Brian Keith. So uh, shout out to everybody involved, man, for real. Yeah, shout out. Seems like there's a lot of... Absolutely. Maybe got to check out this one because I haven't watched a PWG show in a while. But I, so if you want, subscribe to them on YouTube. They will always put out like highlight packages of all their DVDs and all their shows. So they still do the DVDs. Get a a little, I don't know if they, I assume they do DVDs. I don't know. But you can, if you subscribe to them on YouTube, they'll always post like a little highlight package. You can kind of get a a glimpse, a little taste of what they're doing. Yeah. And then I got to give a shout out to the Samoan SWAT team, Lance Anawai, and my dog, Big Toko, Juicy for now. Uh, they captured the MLW Tag Team Championships. Juicy brought it to the dojo the other day and took a picture with it outside of the dojo. So shout out to them. Shout out to my dog, Juicy, for real, for real, man. I'm I'm proud of I'm proud of that fool. He he's he's making a name for himself in his business. Shout out Toko. Shout out. Lots of love for Toko. No, first I think first big title win too. So that that says something. All right, moving on from that. Let's hit the fan mail real quick. We're going to try to re- uh, get through a lot of this, guys. Uh, here we go. Jesus, so much. Let's see. Alfie Lewis. Prison Dom is hilarious. A great character change for him. He's really diving into the acting chops. Something uh, like his, uh, something like his dad uh, had a great amount of. Absolutely, man. We're going to talk about Prison Dom. <laughs> uh, moving on from that. Who do who 420? Who do who? Who do you? Judgment Day, uh, now a vehicle to get Dominic Mysterio over to another level. And mates, I'm here for it. Also, Happy New Year. Uh, Philip, happy belated birthday. And glad your surgery went well. Hootie Hoo, you're, you're a class act, brother. Thank you so much. Um, also, Jack of all trades. We knew Vince was not g- going to uh, be gone forever. He's been uh, doing this for uh, far too long. He wasn't just going to sit at home. And I'm the... Uh, and I'm the process. And in the process, Stephanie has now stepped away yet again. Will she make a return once more, or is she gone for good? Uh, you know, only time will tell. Only time will tell. Yeah. Robert Robert Walker. I love Vince. I really do. But why couldn't he just take up some something normal retired people do, like getting a part time job at a grocery store? <laughs> Could you because imagine? Vince Man is a crazy old man. Could you imagine 
going to like a what he, they're on the east coast right so like no a, no he goes he goes to, he goes to walmart and becomes no, a greeter. no no oh my god i could see vince mcmahon up, be a greeter at walmart how you doing welcome to walmart <laughs> <laughs> i could see vince being like a a checker at a winn dixie oh those oh eggs are, are, are buy two cartons get one free <laughs> <laughs> how you doing pal would you like some milk <laughs> oh my god That'd be, that'd be something else. <laughs> uh, Nigerian Prince. A Lashley, I'm going to need you to hurry up and accept MVP's offer. I need to see the Hurt Business versus the Bloodline real quick. Yes. Agreed. Yo. Yeah. Let me, can, I get, can I get Shelton versus Solo real quick? Is that possible? Listen, you need to call MVP and just tell him that this needs to happen. And you, you got to call Vince and tell him this needs to happen. Vin, you know, Vince texted me last night. He said he was too busy, you know, so I'm going to try again. Maybe I can get his corporate line again now. We'll see. We shall see. All right. This is a guy who hasn't hit us up in a long time. Backwoods 420. Shout out. Dominic, Mys- Dominic Mysterio is the equivalent of that one kid you knew in high school that uh, thought he was tough because he hung out with a, in air quotes, rough crowd <laughs> uh and then thought he was the toughest when he uh so he thought he, his toughness was solidified when he claims he served hard time like shut up bro you had in school suspension <laughs> <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys know anybody like that yes I, I, yes bro you were you had in school suspension and then we got a uh, hall of famer x Mr. X. I love, I, love, I love that he's a Hall of Famer. It really meant a lot to him, man. I love it. I love it. He says, so what the hell is going on? Was WWE sold to Saudi Arabia or not? And uh, how can we take any further or any future stories seriously after this? Uh, we're going to have to wait. And, I, I think it just depends on you know, who you who you follow. Like you, you can't follow. just take you can't just take anybody with a blue check mark these days. It says, yeah, if it doesn't he, come from Dave Meltzer, you know, Sean Ross. You know, you can like pay WWE for a check himself. Now? Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry to cut yeah. you off. You know, we, we like... might we might have someone on this said podcast who has one, not on this podcast, but you know, a part of the podcast. I was like, I was like, because I had uh, I had Twitter Blue before Elon Musk bought it. It was like two ninety nine. I really just did it to like edit my tweets. You know, if I if I didn't like the way it was worded or something like that. Back then, you couldn't like get a check mark from it, and now you have to pay like. 20 bucks and if you buy it you know, hold that up again it says this account is verified because it's subscribed to twitter blue yeah i i guess man i i'm still kind of old-fashioned like i like to earn it you know what i mean same yeah yeah you know yeah i don't know i, I will say like that guy. Um, oh yeah no that guy earned it that yeah, guy that- I will say, um, I do want to give major shout out to Mr. X, who was the only person to actually like message me after I posted that stuff about what happened to me the day before New Year's. Um, He messaged to make sure that I was okay, And I'm really, really grateful for that. So thank you. Thank you, Mr. X. He's a class act. This is why he's in the Hall of Fame. He's a class act. Very much so. Hall of Fame come video coming soon, guys. Coming soon. I'm waiting on some stuff. Um, also, uh, he says, why do they have Alexa Bliss still a part of the whole Bray Wyatt thing? Can't they just bring back the goddess? Well, the Bray Wyatt thing didn't really end well. So I think with, you know, what we're going to talk about that happened on Raw, I think this is a proper ending to that story. Yes. Yeah. I, think I agree. Yeah. Because the way they ended it before was just like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what her coming out of a jack in the box with some black goo on her face wasn't good enough? I mean, no, it was it was great, but there could have been more. It was awful. Like, not only that, but that match was probably one of the worst matches I've seen in like a long. Randy Orton wrestling in tidy whiteies. Just because he had white trunks. Yeah. No, nah, it was. What well, white white trunks are probably a no go. You we should Why? not wrestle in white trunks. Why not? Unless you're gonna get more bloody. They had red on them. It was so bad. Yeah. Uh, also, he also says uh, there are rumors that Jay White could show up at the Rumble as a surprise entrant this year. Plus, rumors that WWE are interested in Tamatanga. If these rumors are uh, true, does that mean that New Japan and WWE could have more of a working relationship than we thought? Not with Vince McMahon in charge. 
don't know. We'll see. I would say if Jay White comes into WWE, that would be fantastic. I think he's so talented. He can work anywhere. He's a little undersized, but I can I did kind of compare him with Seth Rollins. I think they're about the same size. So if Seth can do it, Jay White can do it. Breathe with the switchblade. Uh, get into the raw recap, please. Are you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pronoun spell. Uh, we had Miz TV. Uh, Miz interviewed Dom, prison Dom, and he just kind of was like, um, you didn't go to prison, buddy. You were in like county were jail for a couple hours. For a couple hours, man. That's it. I know people personally who have served harder time than you. <laughs> See, jail is when you go there before you get convicted. Prison is when you get convicted, people. There's a complete difference. And county, you know, you just, you know, sit there in the drunk tank for a couple hours till you sober up. Prison is, you know, where you did some things. But I thought it was great. Uh, the prison dom stuff continues to be phenomenal. And uh, shout out to his look. I don't know who dressed him. I wouldn't be shocked if maybe Conan was like, you know, here, take my wardrobe, Dom. Because <laughs> he, he looked just like Conan, but I, I thought it was all great. And this led into a number one contender gauntlet match or whatever they call it in Judgment Day or the new number one contenders for the tag team championship. So there you go. Good for if them. We see the Judgment Day become the Raw tag team champions. Yes, sir. Uh, then we got, uh, uncle howdy. He visits Alexa bliss. We kind of talked about this already with, um, Alexa bliss stands up on the table and he like, or she just goes off and talks nonsense, kind of like a Bray Wyatt promo. And well, yeah, what she basically did was she was like, listen, the old Alexa bliss, that was nothing. I am the real face of evil. <laughs> then Howdy comes out and he's like, there, there's no, there's no, in, no interaction between the two that I saw. Maybe my, maybe my raw cutout. Was there any interaction between the two? No, this is just what they do with uncle Howdy. He'll come out and then they'll just cut commercial, cut to commercial. And then we're just gonna yeah, pretend like it never happened, I guess. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do because, you know, Bray's on SmackDown. She's on raw. We got the Royal Rumble. I don't know if they're going to, Meld the two, meld the two at the Royal Rumble, or she jumps ship, or maybe this is just a way to get you know Bray onto Raw, and they can just continue to have that type of story going on uh, all over the place. Then we had a Lashley return. Uh, looks like he's going to come after the U.S. title, possibly. Um, you know, we got uh, Austin Theory just continue to to do his thing, cutting promos, and um, Seth comes out. You know, they go back and forth a little bit, but uh, Lashley comes out. Big surprise. Finally, he's back and, you know, makes his statement known. So, uh, yeah, Lashley's back. I don't know Yay! what more Love there is it. for him to do, but we shall see. We shall see. Uh, moving on to the AEW Dynamite recap. Uh, they kicked off with Hangman and Mox. Um, it was just a no nonsense. They stepped. They got right into it. They had a match for like 15 minutes. Hangman gets the win. Not a big fan of the concussion spot or concussion faint at the end with Moxley. Hopefully, I mean, I assume that's the work. Um, but I thought the match was fantastic. Hangman gets a win, clean win. And I think this is something that should happen more often. Just two guys go in there, have a match, no angle, bam. Hangman does his thing. Moxley does his, his thing afterwards. Yeah, it was a knockout, dragout fight, and they were both bringing it 110%. Uh, Moxley ended up uh, being escorted into the back. They were talking about big hits to the jaw, big hits to the head. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's kayfabe or not, but um, if he is injured in any sort of way, T's and P's to him. Uh, then we get the... Big thing that everyone's talking about. We had Tony Schiavone introduce somebody, and it was Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole comes back. He cuts a promo. He does uh, some good news and bad news, and he talked about his uh, injury, uh, his concussion, talked about his process and everything like that. And um, you, you think you know where he's going. He's going to go the Daniel Bryan page route and announce his retirement. But the bad news was for the rest of the AEW roster, and he you know fires up, and the crowd's going crazy. Uh, just a phenomenal promo. You know, we haven't seen, luckily, we haven't seen a lot of these retirement speeches in a while. And then, you know, we get a, a glimpse of it and he pulls a rug out, rug out and says, oh, I'm not leaving. He does the whole Leo spiel. I thought it was fantastic. Nice to see Adam Cole come back with, uh, you know, pay or with CM Punk gone. 
I think people forget Adam Page is, or Adam Cole is even with the company. And I think he's a top star that they desperately need right now. Agreed. And honestly, what an emotional promo. Uh, I definitely was just like hanging on his every word, listening to what he had to say about his injury, about coming back. Really glad to see Adam Cole, baby, back in the game. Uh, we're going to have Brian Danielson take on Takeshita. But before that match took place, we had MJF cut a promo. Um, MJF just, you know, going after Takeshita. They were in L.A. There was um, some pretty big names at ringside. He goes after Ken John, and then he goes after uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Highlight uh, of the night, Scooby-Doo's yeah. bag. <laughs> and, and MJF was just, you know, going after everybody and... You know, it, it's why people love him, but also you can get the the reactions. People boo him. You know, Freddie and whoever the girl was next to him, maybe a little bit over the top, a little campy. I thought Ken Jong played it great, um, but it was just another fantastic promo uh, from MJF. Katie, I know you're the the MJF staying around here. How did you like this? Oh, I loved it. I mean, I was sitting, I was sitting there watching, and I popped so many times for that freaking promo. Um, he's a wordsmith. I love it. Then we got to the match. Danielson finally interrupts him and runs off MJF. Uh, him and Takeshita had just an, another fantastic match. Uh, Danielson gets the win. Uh, to, they announced or talked about Takeshita is going to stay in the States now. So he's going to be on AEW, I assume, more often. And, um, you know, his, his character is kind of bland. He's just kind of the wrestler. And we have a lot of those kind of in AEW. But when he has these long four matches, they always pay off. And it's hard to have a bad match with Danielson and Takeshita. Definitely did not have one. So I'm intrigued to see what they do with Takeshita going forward. Co, uh, Bullet Cast uh, Breakout Star of the Year. So glad to wonder what he can do. And Danielson is this is going to be a weekly segment. Just Danielson having a really good match with somebody as he uh, prepares to wrestle MJF at Revolution, which will be here. Yes, sir. And then finally, main event time. We have uh, the Elite taking on Triangula de la Muerte in a Escalera de la Muerte match uh game seven match seven um i like how they just were like oh the last time there was a game seven at the forum was the uh, lakers and pistons in 87 88 i don't know whatever but uh i don't know if they were running over on time but i just felt like they it was almost like the end of the all-in pay-per-view with the uh, young bucks and uh rame stereo they just crammed all the spots in they had like a 20-minute match play and they only had like 15 they still just ran through all their spots did everything absolutely crazy insane match the elite get the win. Kenny gets the titles. So kind of back to square one, I would assume they're going to go forward with whatever their plan was going to be. But um, just a crazy match and what you would expect from from these six guys. Yeah, I thought it was a good match. Um, they did say something about, oh, we're going to go as long as it needs to go and, you know, stay tuned. And then it just ended like five minutes later. Yeah, they went over just a little bit. I was looking at the clock because I don't think they go over too often. They went one minute over, so that's why I kind of speculated. Possibly run a little bit over on time. Um, there was the page match, the Soraya match. No mercedes Monet. I think they left the door open for that, but it did not happen. So I didn't hear the crowd go, like, turn, turn on it, but I would assume there were a lot of people on the internet that were surprised and a little angry that Mercedes did not show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, superstar spotlight. Who do you got? Who do you got? Who do you got? Anybody that stood out in the world of wrestling this week, Katie, that you would like to give flowers for? Hmm. I mean, honestly, top of my mind is MJF because I loved that promo. Um, but then again, he always gets flowers from me. <laughs> and I guess I'll I'll stay on the same route to just continue to praise things we always praise, and I'm going to go with uh, Roman, Sammy, and Paul. I just can't say enough how much I love that scene of them in the locker room and having the conversation. I thought it was just uh, phenomenal. So, uh, bam, that is it. That is it for the Bullet Cast today. Uh, we have Oasis Pro, Big yeah. Steppa, this uh, coming Friday, Katie, right? Maybe? Saturday? That's exactly right. It'll be Friday in Vallejo. Uh, if you haven't, if you want something to do on Friday night, get your tickets because it's going to be an amazing show. Um, Oasis always puts on a grand slam and we are really excited. They also just recently announced that they have a uh, partnership brewing with Gilman Brewing Co. 
uh, in Berkeley. So their next few match, their next few events will be held at Gilman. But for now, come take a, come and take a look at what they do in Vallejo because it's a great gig, and I will be there as well. So come say hi. So there you go. Don't be a stranger. Come say hi. We had West Coast last week. We have Oasis this week. We got a bunch of wrestling coming to the Bay Area. We got New Japan coming next month. Then we got AEW in March. They just announced New Japan did that there's going to be IWGP heavyweight title. Uh, no word on who it's going to be, but it's either going to be Okada or uh, Shingo that's going to defend it. So a uh, big match, big uh, few months here in the Bay for wrestling. So if you want to participate on said podcast, Bullocast 2 is the number 2 suite at gmo.com. S-W-E-T at gmail.com and follow us on the Twitter and Instagram and everywhere that you can find social media at. Go give us a follow. So uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in. Philip had to step away. So you're going to carry the load. And I'm always I can always carry the load. So let's go. See you guys next week. Goodbye. And goodbye in the bullet cast now, fearless. The bullet cast now, fearless. Uh, elite podcasting. No, we are. Elite podcasting. No, we this are. has been the bullet cast. Thank you for listening.